Welcome to Date Night. I'm Will, your friendly neighborhood game mom, a.k.a. your GM. And I'm Amy, and I play Kira. I'm married to Will. And I'm Will's nephew. I'm Sam, and I play the Grease Wizard. I'm Eva. I'm married to Sam, and I play Arin, the half-work barbarian. I'm Mike. I'm the fifth wheel, and I play Darren Hammerstone. And we play Dungeons and Dragons. Last time on Date Night Podcast. And the earth in front of you splits, and it lifts like this 20-foot-wide wave coming in toward you until it sort of stops, and the sand lifts up and takes shape and rains off to the ground, spilling down, revealing the form of what is this time a much larger adult blue dragon. Who dares blow the horn of Iraxel, my sire? The beautiful and deadly. But a bright white light shines down from behind its head at the front of the turtle atop Takashi's keep. And you feel this inner light fill you. And um, ah. while, while you felt the power of like Sator's cleric's blessing or, you know, um, some of the paladin's healing, this imbues you with a power not of who you are right now, but of something you feel like you could become if you were at your best, your most experienced, if you were to survive years of adventuring, battle, and heroism. And the strength of Takashi's light and this titanic dragon turtle behind you fills you with a titan's blessing. And for the next ten minutes, you'll be under the effect of this blessing. Dragon's going to uh, exhale its lightning breath, Four, nice. have three. <laughs> All right. Um, at Kalman, oh. and it's trying to hit Kalman, and so it charges up. It uses its forty feet of movement, cast lightning breath, trying to cast through Kalman and also into the turtle dragon. Leave him alone. All right. Out of nowhere, you see the dragon receive this short sword slash to its uh, open in the side of its leg and Kalman reappear beside it as that uh, he can't remain invisible after making that attack. He gave it a shot. And now it's the dragon's turn. So the dragon receiving that blow from Kalman is going to attempt to make uh, two claw attacks at Kalman. No... Yeah. He hits. The first one knocks Kalman unconscious, and then he strikes him again while he's on the ground, making Kalman fail his first death save immediately. And then the dragon takes a bite at Arn. Great. And that's more than a two, so I guess that hits. Yes. Uh, you could have just told us you wanted to stop playing Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> <laughs> We would have been much more understanding than slowly, painfully killing off our you character. You take 12, well, reduced to 6 piercing damage, plus 5 lightning damage. So that would be 11 total. Okay. Kira. We are all subdued in dismay here. Yeah, that's why it's so quiet. Yeah. <laughs> I'm technically unconscious, so I can mutter in my sleep if that'll help. 
The dragon's Please do. starting to bleed. It doesn't look like he's about to fall over. Oh, or he's anything. starting to bleed. But he's got a few pretty bloody spots. Um, looks mean. Where's a strong, competent woman to save us? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Kalman's down off somewhere. Now, you can see him. When he attacked, he became visible after he hit. So he fell to the side of the dragon, unconscious. So are he and Dern within, like, five feet of each other? No, he's clear on the other side of the dragon. Well, he's pretty close. I mean, he was just flanking because he wanted to be flanking with Dern and Arryn. So he came up over onto the side where they were. And I'm 60 feet away? Mm-hmm. And I'm going to Zephyr Strike and drop my two good berries into each of their mouths. <laughs> uh, you're going to have to pick one to feed. That would be an action to feed them. Is it? Wait, no, that was on that page. It's not going to say on Goodberry, but if you're feeding somebody something, like a potion, it's an action. If you drink one yourself, we said that was a bonus action. Welcome to Goodberry, home of the Goodberry. <laughs> Can I take your order? So if you want to feed somebody a potion or a Goodberry, that'll be your action. I'll feed it to Dern. Okay. What is that, one health? Yes. You were returned to consciousness. Because oh, Calvin can't even, like, meat. eat, right? With one. <laughs> 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 and uh, does that end your turn? I'm not fighting, so, yeah. And right. Zephyr Strike takes me right up melee range. Yeah, it's going to make a tail attack at you at the end of your turn. That's a 21. It misses. Uh, 16 damage. And it's Aaron's turn. Axe. Big axe. Big axe. Axe it. Into dragon. (laughs) Big axe into dragon. The whole barbarian thing's finally sinking in. (laughs) (laughs) No. Is it okay. axe into dwarf? Is that what? No, it's not that bad. How much of a no are we talking? <laughs> it's here? not that bad, but no, I don't. I don't hit him on the first one. Okay. And then that's sixteen. No, so just two woof woof right into the side of this thing, but it just doesn't sink in through its uh, armor. It's okay. going to make. Uh, a wing attack. Aaron, can I? <laughs> we uh, all have to roll. <laughs> Aaron, uh, nice I guess, starts to feel something different than when she's raged before. And I guess at this point, she's not really sure what it is. Did but her heart grow three sizes? Her heart grew three <laughs> sizes. And in, in terms of, like, mechanics, she's now in a fury. Okay, so who... Who was the most important person to you, th- you think, back home on the demi-plane where you came from in the Feywild, where the other you came from? Uh, I mean, that's a hard question to answer because most of what I know, like most of the backstory I've come up with has been from this plane and her, like, her life that she's experienced on this plane. And so she hasn't known about, you know, she, she forgot that she ever had a life that wasn't here. Um, but I I don't know, maybe she had a brother? I feel like she had a brother. Okay. I'm just 
How much warning has was I given for this? So you're you enter this fury state now, and you notice that your ancestors didn't show up when you went into a rage, but this brother shows up beside you in the middle of this combat with this dragon. Who I don't know you? if it matters, but he's your little brother. Okay. Um, and Dern's like, why wasn't it her really big dragon slayer brother? <laughs> <laughs> Not little like tiny brother, little like younger brother. Hey, sis. No. Uh, <laughs> why couldn't she be related to a titan or something? Okay. <laughs> so, Retcon. Barn <laughs> hits Dern. Go back to sleep. Retcon that in the other Kill plane she's a dragon and this is her brother <laughs> dragon. So this brother can this be like can this be like Grease Wizards where he was related to a troll? The troll. <laughs> Just this half orc strapping young man <laughs> shows up beside you and just crosses his arms and kind of silently despite everything that's going around things seem to freeze and he goes how could you forget me <laughs> uh i'm sorry have we met Oren? <laughs> this is a this I'm is sorry, an I'm uncomfortable moment um i don't know Oren's dumb she just stares at him <laughs> She doesn't. She's just now remembering that she ever had a brother, so she doesn't even know how to answer that question. And then, she's more concerned with like, how could I remember you? And then he's just gone as quick as he was there. He's there a couple of seconds, asked you that question, and you feel the pain and anger of like the abandonment that this brother of yours had. And the pain and anger that you have for knowing that you have some other life that you're forgetting about when you're here. And whether or not you make the choice to stay here, you're still pulled away from them all the time to come here. Whether that's permanent or whether that's temporary. And that abandonment from the other side of how you could forget when maybe something important was going on gives you this pure and righteous fury. It's just feeling the weight of your absence and learning from your brother and, and him learning from you that you've made maybe not a conscious choice from your your body there, but some part of your will has chosen to be here to leave. And that anger fills your heart and you channel that rage, that rage that's more different, that, that rage that's different, more visceral, something... You taste like blood in your mouth, and you strike with this new purpose that isn't rage. This is something that is fury. And I'll let you take another turn. Oh, okay. Um, axe. Okay. <laughs> I it's mean, rage. it's a good start. To it's a good start. Um, I have a couple other. Where did I write them down? And your chance to hit goes up by one while you're in the. Well, technically, because you're acting like level ten, it goes up by two. Yeah. Your chance to hit. Um, that's 25. Yeah, that will way hit. Yay. Um, okay. Um, <laughs> sorry. And then that is nine plus five. Roll your D8. Plus. Radiant, yeah. So that's 14 plus... One. Okay. Crushed it. So, good. 15 damage, Some little bit of which is radiant. 
And I'm giving you a whole new turn, so you can attack oh, okay. again if you want. Um. Uh. You only get your first fury once, so let's make it count. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> um, I'm not gonna bite the dragon. <laughs> you sure? <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Have you even tried? Uh, <laughs> I'm. It's I'm, meat, so. I'm right up next to its face, right? Uh, its face is kind of high. For the devil and at the eye. You're fairly tall. You might be able to swing up and reach it as it dips down to try and... It was starting to try and fly. It's either that or the soft underbelly. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, I'm going to go... I I have called shots, so I'm going to go for its eye. All right. So first, you you rolled a hit, but you're at minus three, right? Uh, Yeah. But you're at plus two because of fury. Yeah. So just subtract one one from your normal attack roll. That won't hit anyway. Okay. So you don't... um, I think you do burn the the, uh, the die for that. It'd be 15, so no, that wouldn't hit. So that that one misses. It takes this... uh, The eye's too high up. Yeah, it, it dips down, and you take that one swing and really tear into it, and this big... Smatter of blood um, sails over top of you. Then it tries to fly, but because it its wings are really messed up, now sort of both of them are torn, uh, it manages to jump out of the way, um, but you're going to have an easier time on this deck save. But anybody who's within 10 feet must make a deck save, and Kalman's going to fail and take his second failed death save now. Eight. Eleven. Okay, the 11's going to pass on the, the wings being busted because it moved down to ten. But Please Arin, tell me I don't take half. Do I just escape all the... Oh, darn. Good job. Congratulations. Arin, you take 12 reduced to six. And I you rolled fall a prone. ten. Oh, okay. yeah, your ten is good. You needed a ten. I think it's a ten because it's... You rolled a 10. You rolled a 10. You rolled a 10. (laughs) And the dragon flies toward the turtle dragon. Anybody who's near it can make an opportunity attack. Aaron, you'll be at disadvantage because you're knock prone. I finally try to hit something with my hammer. That, nah, never mind. I'm not going to. Let's say 6, 5, that's 11, plus 3 is 14. No. No. Okay, it flies over by the turtle dragon. And it, now, Darren, it's your actual turn. Okay. Um, cure wounds at third level spell on Aaron. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> 16 points. Thank you. And then I'm going to move over to Kalman. Okay. I can't do anything, but I'm moving over there. All right. The turtle dragon is next to act. Um, as this... Other dragon postures between you and it, now that you've kind of given up that defensive position, it's getting in there like it wants to try and fight with the turtle dragon. The turtle dragon is going to swing at it with its tail. The turtle dragon has to be way bigger than this other dragon, right? It is bigger, for sure. The size of a city. The one we're fighting is 15 feet tall. Yeah. How's that? Uh, That's not even fair. Go with it. No, that's I mean a 20 to hit, so the tail's going to hit. Da, 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 da. 
Does 26 damage. Nice. It bludgeons it with the tail. I the turtle dragon makes Godzilla look teeny, so... He's, he's a lot more in the Gamera vein, actually. <laughs> yes, I know what that is. <laughs> Grease wizard. Now that he's away, I'm going to... Play. Firebolt. A uh, fireball. Okay. As a fourth level. So I'm going to need... Uh, nine d six, and I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I need two more. Here. Yeah, there you go. All oh, right. That was a five. See that rolled. <laughs> oh, that 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 rolled. Need to make some saves here. Do I have to save? No, the, the dragons moved. Oh, okay. I can't fight with that. <laughs> 31 damage. Yes. Mm. Uh, the dragons, that's a deck save, was 14. No, that doesn't hit. So how much was it? Uh, 31. And mm-hmm. I have previously been casting out of my weapon of math destruction. So Does we're that going. Mean you are this time? Or? Yeah, that is. Can that. You want to say you're casting out of it? Yeah, that's my last charge with that. So that's a plus five. To, uh, so to 36? Hit. Yeah. It's going to use its its legendary resistance to take half of that, but it looks like um, it's on death's door. Um, that also does hit the dragon turtle, who you hear, <laughs> which I said it should have sounded like an elephant. <laughs> I don't so know what that was. Is this the equivalent of dragon turtle hemorrhoids? Yes. <laughs> uh, it's on fire. And it's going to be Kalman's turn. Just lie. Kalman rolled a one on his death no. save. No! Okay. Speaking of the dragon being on death's door, Kalman's failed three death saves. No. But I was there. But Barry. nobody healed him. Oh. It wasn't my turn yet. No, it wasn't. I would like to just can can narrative. Wait, there's lots of clerics around. Can't one of them resurrect him? I pull out my brush of happy accidents. And sometimes in life, as in paintings, there are no mistakes, only happy accidents. This brush can be used to conceal one such accident by covering it up with more favorable outcome. At any point while the brush is in your possession, you may use a bonus action to change the result of an action that's taken place within the past 10 minutes to a more favorable one. So Kalman didn't get knocked out. That's a nice little tree there now. You turned him into a tree? <laughs> oh, boy! <laughs> a, no, a tree grew, and that <coughs> got knocked out. That got knocked down instead of Kalman. So that means... <laughs> well, wait. What, what, is, what do you need to do that. for that? tell you i mean but is it an action it's a or? bonus action so you're gonna have to w- come on well technically you'd have to wait to your next turn but the result would be the same so um yeah so calman undies yeah calman reappears and instead of being dead on his turn throws a hucks a magical rock at the dragon. Yeah. 
Okay. I'd rather lose my own character. Freaking Calvin over here. Nobody's near the dragon anymore, so that's not sneak attack. He just deserves better. He's too pure for this world. I used my most powerful item to save him, so... That's nine damage, and the dragon had how... Guess how much? Nine? Sixteen? Eight. So this, so you, this with your brush, <laughs> with your brush of happy accidents, the Modron body laying on the ground where the dragon once stood in this fiery crater that was around it from the fireballs just disappears, and out of that ground is this shattered tree that's been hit with the fire and hit by the dragon, and Kalman behind that tree, as if he was hiding there, uh, after becoming invisible and making his attack. Is he shiny again, or is he... Yeah, shiny and whole. Pulls his magic stone from his pocket, wings it across at the side of the dragon, it and says, it smacks... We've updated our privacy policy! <laughs> smacks <laughs> 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 into the side of the dragon, and it careens down onto the ground with a big thud. And it's dead. And Dern was running over to heal Kalman and just touches the tree and then forgets why he was over there. <laughs> What happened? Yeah, and you expend one of how many? I had five. Oh, okay. Or uh, 2d4. And I did roll that just to see, and I did have seven. Well, you but... rolled it to get the five. Oh, did I? Yeah. Oh, okay. Because it was originally going to be one, but then you used the one from the book, which is much more powerful. Yeah. Congratulations. Okay. And... um. Kalman says, I feel like, I don't know. Oh, sand. I think I just have sand in my shoes. That's it, Kalman. I don't think he wears shoes. That's it. You just have sand in your shoes. Are any of the rest of us aware yeah, of Yeah, do what we know happened? that he died? Or is or... GW the only one that realizes he saved a life? Uh... Probably Grease Wizard would be the only one who knows exactly what happened. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and he's not going to say anything. Okay. Hmm. By the way, guys, I don't know if it... I saved your life. I'm just kidding. Oh, <laughs> 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 man. That, that was right <laughs> on the tip of my tongue. <laughs> Woo! Um, Lad, I think you're over over-exaggerating a bit here. I mean, your fireballs were great and everything, but... You've hardly saved. You burned her half to death. I hit it with a rock. Two right. deaths. Good job, Actually, it was two deaths. Oh, right. Yeah. Go, Kalman. Anyway, um, I don't know, but if it ever comes up, I did buy one of these scrolls, just in case. I haven't had a chance to tell anybody yet. And for some reason, I have this nagging feeling that I should tell you, but I did buy a, a Revivify scroll. You Bastard! <laughs> <laughs> Which is in his inventory that he spent his 5,000 turtle bucks on. Uh, so if, you know, if we have another close call like that, I'll be there. I'm always there. I'm always around. Good job, lad. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I just fly over to the dragon to loot Why whatever do you I can. Care? Why do you care about his Revivify scroll? doesn't matter. Okay. I pick up a couple of those dragon scales that fell off when somebody hit the wing. Yeah, so there's dragon scales galore around. So you guys could pick up. Somebody want to roll a survival check to try and 
No, I'm not rolling. My rolls are bad now. They weren't bad. Survival check. 18. Okay. Pretty good. You pick up probably 20, 25 pounds worth of dragon scales, blue dragon scales. Each or split? That's about what you get off of the stuff around here. Is that each of us or split up between split. of us? That's okay. a total. Okay. So let's say we each get five. Just to keep it simple. Okay. So after the, the dragon is dead, you watch for the next maybe two or three minutes, just as a bunch of people stream, the stream of people coming off the dragon turtle's back gets kind of thinned out, and it's the people who are maybe moving a little bit more slowly, and they get off, and the dragon turtle turns around, and you see that gleam of white light from the top of Takashi's tower. And the dragon starts walking forward into the ocean. Bye. Dern follows. <laughs> You're following? Yeah. Trying okay. to run and catch up and get back on the dragon turtle. All right. Where are you going? I have to serve my sentence, lass. So the dragon turtle, when it's up and on its feet, is pretty tough to get on, so if you you can get up beside it, but then you're looking at about thirty something feet off the ground that you're gonna have to scale onto the side of the turtle. Anybody have a rope? I cast I shape earth you. and just underneath Dern just <laughs> take out That's a five foot like. square. Mm-hmm. I'm five foot. Okay, you're you in effectively a, buried me. You're in a five foot <laughs> hole with your head still out, so you can <clears throat> Do I take any damage from that? Not for a five-foot fall, no. Um, but I, now you're in a five-foot hole, and the dragon turtle is starting to walk away. I cast Minor Illusion. No. And have, like, a scroll come down, and ha- on it is written, Dern, you have been pardoned. I try to climb out of the hole. Okay, make an athletics check. Shouldn't he have to make an intelligence 11. check to see if he believes that they're pardoning him? Eleven. I don't know that you can do that with minor illusion, but sure I can. S- oh wait, did you, you say athletics? See. It's uh thirteen. Well, that's definitely enough to get out of the hole and get back beside the dragon turtle. Shouldn't you have to Try go to against my up? spell save DC, which is a uh, sixteen? You got to read five, me minor it's illusion. A hole. No, I mean for the, for the hole at least for it's the five, shaper. It's a five no, foot it's just hole. a hole. Your spell save DC doesn't it's change. It's a five that. foot hole. Period. Okay. Um, I'll read you minor illusion. Aaron, um, as the fight is over, like, leaves this weird fury state and goes into catharsis. Okay. Which isn't really relevant right now, because it's plus two temporary hit points at the start of each turn, but just... So you have plus two temporary hit points for the next minute. Great. And you can't rage, and you feel like you haven't never felt in terms of after your rage, like it always leaves like a hole after you've had the rage, like it wasn't enough, but this fury was different. Like you feel completely spent and it's a good feeling. All right. If I create an image of an object, such as a chair, muddy footprints or a small chest, it must be no longer than a five, no larger than a five foot cube. The image can create sound, light, smell, or any other sensory effects. Physical interaction with the image reveals to be an illusion. I see it. It's there. You've, you, you've, you've defeated my perception that this scroll is magically floating in front of my face. <laughs> but it's a whole different matter as to whether or not I believe it. And I've been with you for a long time. <laughs> yeah, but I'm way back. 
Check against my spell save DC. No, no, no. I concede. I see the scroll. It says, you're pardoned. I see it. You have defeated my perceptions. Way to go, champ. <laughs> now, I crawl out of the hole him? and keep running. <laughs> okay. God, do you have a, a rule well, here? I mean, <laughs> what is it doing? It Like, the like they like threw it out. Like, Darren, you have been... It's just kind of it's just kind of landed there, and it says okay. So there's a scroll at the with edge the of the circle, king seal on it. So, Stupid. what what do you do when you see the scroll? How do uh, there's a few things there. <laughs> How do you know the king's official seal? I have his crown. <laughs> uh, <okay>. Fair. That's, <laughs> okay. And Dern doesn't know it. So it, and so what? Now I have to roll. Uh, 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 intelligence, intelligence insight. Also, it was on the cornhole board. So but I wasn't true. there. But he, nobody else would know. No, it. I just want to point that out. You roll an insight check. Uh, what is insight? Am I, I can't. In I am proficient in that, so that's going to be a 13. Okay, so you see this, and at least for a moment, you see that this is a looks like a real scroll on the ground that says something about a pardon. How long does this spell last? Until I dismiss it. Or just, just if you touch in it. In perpetuity? Oh, until I touch it? Yeah. So as soon as you I'm go I'm pretty sure that's a up, natural reaction. Yeah, so it does. You go, oh, a scroll. You reach down to grab it, and it disappears. <laughs> and I keep on running. <laughs> okay. It stalled you. You don't even look back <laughs> at the green for a second. You are right. It did stall me for a good 10 seconds there. And the turtle is making its way toward the uh, ocean. So you run, and you're going to try to scale the side try of it? Try to scale the side of it. All right. Athletics. I can't watch this. Let's see. It's 11, 13, 18. Get a pretty good start. Get a pretty good handhold on it and find these sort of raised, uh, I guess, like... You know, the shell fragments where it's kind of uneven and you grab on with your little dwarven legs and your your heavy armor. Tiny stubby legs. Which should really probably put you at disadvantage on your uh, climbing checks. Um, so go ahead and try and climb the 30 feet. We'll do one more athletics check. Uh, 5, 10, 13. Uh, I think you're just kind of hanging on. Okay. I cast the- grease. <laughs> 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 You're the not funny, getting away that the easy. The funniest part is that, like in character, <laughs> clearly this is the Grease Lizard's way of trying to be a good I know. friend. I get it. I get it. You're a nice person. Do I have to roll? But again, also, or? like the yeah, two of you can never get along. Throw. Oh, dexterity saving throw! I'm probably gonna fail. <laughs> One. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. One. So, I slip fall. Dern, he breaks his uh, neck and he dies. Did I fall 30 feet? You didn't get up quite that high. Okay. Do I take uh, any damage? Yeah, you do. Do you want me to run underneath I him and catch hu- him? I have one Can I point. run underneath him and catch him? Yeah, you take nine. Okay, I'm unconscious again. <laughs> so Dern's, okay. Dern's just passed out on the beach. <laughs> so Dern is laying what there. What did you do? <laughs> on the beach as this giant city slowly walks back into the ocean and vanishes. And Dern. You didn't break it. We 
kept you from... While you're unconscious. You didn't break it. Uh, you have a vision. Yep. And in that vision <laughs> is the same voice that you heard in the episode, like, zero, the intro episode that we recorded that told you to set out for the coast. And that voice that you recognize as that of At Atlanta says, Dern. Dern. Oh, I'm sorry. I was <laughs> you're waiting for a response. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were collecting your thoughts. <laughs> I have destroyed the mood. Oh, he's dead here too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Try again. <laughs> Dern? Yes, my lady. Why are you here? Because I failed. I failed. I I broke the law. Whose law? The law. The law of the I broke the law, the law of the land that I was in. And I broke the law when I allowed those under my responsibility to break the law as well. Who do you serve? I serve the law, my lady. Yours and the temples. Do you serve me? I... Or do you serve the law? And we're going to leave it there Oh, for two weeks from now. <laughs> this is your punishment. <laughs> <laughs> you better have a really good speech in two weeks. I expect you to come in I here with it like right, right now. now. <laughs> It better be even better then. Uh. <laughs> Hi, thanks for listening to the Date Night Podcast with me, Amy. If you like the show, we can really use your help to spread the word. Share the show with a friend or a family member who you think might enjoy the story. You can also help by following us on social media like Facebook and Twitter at Date Night Podcast and sharing our posts from there. That's also the best way to follow our giveaways and announcements about the show. Now, back to the action. You ended up in a having a vision with uh, at Atlanta, who who showed up around you uh, or beside you, and and basically started asking why you were there. And so this vision sort of coalesces a little bit better um, now, and you can see that you're in a large circular room. You've got walls that are made of hammered brass with this really great lustery sheen. Across from you is at Atlanta, which is represented by your perfect vision of what she should be. A beautiful but severe-looking dwarven woman with red hair braided tightly without a stray strand, everything in perfect order, trailing down to the backs of her knees. She has a fine red beard as well, trimmed close but very thick and, and even. 
Majestic. <laughs> uh, she wears golden plate armor that makes the polished brass look dull by comparison. She has a great round shield strapped to her back and a war hammer hanging neatly in her belt. And she asks you... First of all, his head immediately just shoots down to the floor, eyes downcast and averted. Okay. Out of and, and, and respect and... I don't know the word. Reverence. Uh, uh, Reverence. Reverence. Yeah, there we okay. go. We're going with that one. That's Reverence. good. All right. Dern, why are you here? I failed. Failed how? I broke the law, my lady. I, I was a stranger in a strange land, and while in the house of others, I disrespected them brought shame on my own name and the name of all my people. You've broken the law. Aye. And what is my purpose? You are justice, my lady. You are the hammer that comes down on the guilty and the scales that keeps it aloft for the innocent. I, I am the hammer. I am the scales. I am more than law. I am balance. There are many ways to serve balance. But you, you only pretend to be a champion for balance. You hold the shield, but how many times have you protected your allies with it? How many times have you shared your protection with them? Get wrecked. <laughs> Burn. Dern actually literally does try to think back to the number of times he's used the whole protection feat with his shield. <laughs> Five or six. <laughs> what about that feat that lets you share your armor class with your friends? <laughs> I had that on the back of my sheet for a long time. I kind of forgot it was there. <laughs> Did you know that you only exist on a sheet? Turn <laughs> seriously. <laughs> I actually still only have it on the back of my character sheet. I really need to write that up. Oh, that, sorry. that shield is like your law. You use it when it suits your ends to protect yourself. And she looks at you with a pretty severe look of judgment on her face. And she sighs, gets a little bit less severe, and takes a couple of steps closer to you, trying to cause you to look her in the eyes. And she says, The cypress trees that grow in the windswept mountains of Kufo, where the prevailing winds shape and mold them, are they balanced, Dern? The trees that lean from the wind that blows them. I don't actually know. (laughs) (laughs) To the eye of a human, certainly not. But a dwarf should know better. A dwarf should know that what's below the earth means just as much as what's above it. The growth of those trees, like all trees, require balance. And these, perhaps the most, balance of the root and the branch. If a root should die or be cut, the corresponding portion of the leaves and branches will die, not because the tree is sick, but for the tree to survive, 
To survive, it must reach a balance, or it must tip over. Take this scale, and she motions with her hand, and this giant set of uh, this balance scale appears uh, in the middle of the room. And one side is near you, about six and a half feet up in the air, way off balance, is one of the weighing platforms. The far end is resting almost on the ground. And Atlanta looks at you and she says, level the scale, Dern. Dern tries to jump and grab the, 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 the scale, the, the part of the platform that's above him. Okay, uh, make an athletics check. Two. <laughs> okay. In, in your plate armor, or your chain, chain armor, uh, it's very difficult even here on this other plane to reach. And at six and a half feet tall, you, your little dwarf fingers don't get even I've had this dream, close. you know, where you try to go for something and you can't quite get... Yeah, yeah. It's, it's that feeling. And she just shakes her head as she watches you kind of fruitlessly try and jump and grab the scale. And she says... There are many ways to bring balance, not all of which can be seen so easily at a glance. If the one side is too heavy, she walks over to the other side of the scale and lifts it up. She says, you can lift it up. Give hope to counter despair. And she drops it back onto the ground with a crash. And she walks over to the middle of the scale. And she says, if the fulcrum is not true, you can destroy it or replace it as you can with corrupted law. Or, if there's great evil on the far side that makes the good impossible to reach, you can pick up your hammer, and you can level it. And you see this sort of dark fey form coalesce on the far end of the scale where it's low to the ground, and she smashes it with the hammer, and it just dissipates, and the scale levels out. She says, as you pretend to serve balance, you also pretend to serve the law. But don't pretend your oath was to serve the law. Not when you're speaking to me. Since you have set foot on Lamoche, you have felt the injustice of the laws of slavery where you seek to escape in Slaver's Bay. You burnt a temple to the ground in Silver's blessing because you saw it was false and that defeating the cult was more important than the law. No. You formed an oath, not to the law. You formed a different oath when you burnt the bandit's village to the ground. An oath not of law, but of conquest. Conquest against the imbalance of evil in this land. You've chosen laws to follow and laws to break. You saw dishonor or imbalance in the contract offered to you by Auntie Marlene, and you attacked her in her house based on that imbalance, not on law. What do you say to this? He just looks entirely shamed and completely unsure of himself, whether or not he's done the right thing or the wrong thing. He just sits there and kind of croaks out. Dern, if you feel your oath to your temple, one you made to follow the law, is the oath that ties you to serving balance, then you must go back to your temple and make amends. Go back and accept your justice there. 
under the law that you serve. You are bound to find the punishment you are so desiring of, if you, sh- if you would. But if you want forgiveness from me, she steps forward and takes your chin in her hand and lifts it up to face her. And you can see her sort of glowing. She says, be a light in the darkness. Forgive those that ask with a forgiveness that balances the retribution in this world. And for those that are beyond repentance, for those that dwell where the light of justice is too weak to shine on them, pick up your fucking hammer and balance the scales. If you do this, you will be forgiven. But if you turn your back on this threat that you have vowed to conquer so that you can seek punishment and not accept this path to forgiveness, then your vow to me is forfeit. And you wake up. The Grease Wizard is giving CPR. The Grease Wizard is clasped on your own. And you breathe back. Uh, for the second time today Nasty, from yeah. unconsciousness. <laughs> He's alive! I'd like to shove the grease wizard off. Okay, make an unarmed strike. <laughs> it's not just an athletic strike. I'm punching him? Well, are you shoving? Yeah, shoving. Okay, uh, then make a contest, athletics contest with the grease wizard. Five. Now he pushes me, and I do an awesome trick because I'm still flying. Oh, that's true. So he's pretty easy to push off. Mm. So you just push him away, and he sort of... Uh, I guess matrix matrixes backwards. Hey, are you okay? You kind of lost it for a minute there. You're trying to jump on a turtle swimming into the ocean. Yeah, are you okay? I'm fine. Thanks for asking. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a minute. Dern just like sits up. Do you want to talk? We could talk. No. <laughs> give, give me a minute. Okay. Sometimes when I'm not feeling... And he sees Darn look over at him. Uh, okay, I'll be quiet. And the rest of you see... Actually, uh, Darn just... Basically staring... What time of day is it? It's pretty early because you guys woke up and uh, went to the trial. And then you had this battle. So it might be like a little afternoon. So he kind of sits up, is resting back in his hands. He's not looking, I'm not staring directly at the sun. <laughs> right. But just kind of looking up into the sky. Okay. And the rest of you just see Dern kind of staring there quietly. And out in the ocean, you can see uh, a little ways off from where Albadula went under the waves, there's this big three-masted ship that, it looked like it was just sort of sitting still, and slowly you're watching it lift up off of the uh, top of the ocean and into the air. And it's just basically slowly doing that and trailing all this water off of the bottom of it. Should we do something? I don't know. Kira. I have no idea. <laughs> Hey, Dad. Not you. Not you. No. <laughs> Clippy just wanted to say no. <laughs> that he loves you, and I wanted you to know. Please say that Dern takes it and throws it into the ocean. <laughs> that you're going. I wanted to see 
if okay. you would be uh, the godfather. Greasy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see that coming. Hello, friend. You've had a horrible traumatic experience. Let me poke you with a stick. <laughs> Let me put some hairy gack in your face. <laughs> Okay, Greasy, let's go for a walk. I'm going to, can I like grab his hand and start going for a walk down the beach? I think you can. He's kind of like a kite right now. <laughs> yeah, we're going. Yeah. Tie a string around him. Yeah, let's go for a walk, buddy. This is a, this is a bucket list moment. You got to fly a kite on this beach. <laughs> <laughs> kite. Can I see if I could pick her up and we could fly together? No. I'm pretty sure uh, that's not how levitation No. I, I have nine strength. I don't think you're going to be able to lift her. No. That's a 14. You can't. Uh, I don't like think, an inch. I don't think you can lift her. Like an inch, I, she no. might feel a little light on her feet. But okay, I don't, I don't think you can lift the giant half orc with the big axe. That's fair. Um, <clears throat> hey, it's mostly the axe. I'm not that heavy. <laughs> <laughs> to a gnome, you are, who weighs about forty pounds. Mm-hmm. So, so I'm standing about ten feet away from Dern. All right, just staying there. Uh, so a few things are, are happening right now that you can see around you. One, all of these refugees that went off of Albagula, um, some of them look like uh, they're gathering up their things still, trying to figure out where they're supposed to go. Some of them have already started off north or south or, or back toward the west, away from the coast. You actually see that there's a, uh, a smoking heap standing out toward the direction where Aaron's flying the... Uh, the gnome kite toward, <laughs> and you see a small figure standing near it, maybe 200 feet away from you. Also, all of you are sort of coming down off of this high of this Titan's blessing that was on you. Uh, as you're sort of standing around this beach, you can feel that fading away. But you also feel that it's left some sort of impression on you. You don't necessarily maybe know what that is right now. But that moment where you were blessed by... Takashi and stood between this giant dragon and the dragon turtle has sort of changed something uh, inside of you as well. So that's going on. Dern has had his vision, and this ship that has blasted off kind of from inside the water or started to float above the water, you can see now has these little uh, or large propellers turning in its back, and it's slowly making an approach toward where Dern, Kieran, and Kalman are. Lass, hmm? can I ask you a question? Always. I may not have an answer. What we've done the last few days, for the last while, do you feel we've done the right thing? Overall, yes. We are trying to help the world from dying. What's Arn and um, GW doing as they're... Um, well, mm-hmm. I wouldn't mind. We could tie a rope around me. Okay. okay. <laughs> You're really a committed real to this. Thing. Are you gonna Are you going to brag about saving Kalman's life? No. No. I, mean, I think last time he said he wasn't going to I thought he said he anybody. wasn't going to tell anyone, but then he also said... But I oh, that's true. Guess what? <laughs> I forgot about that part. Eh, it's over. Okay. Then I I'll don't probably know. read my book while flying along next to her. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Just don't read it aloud. Aaron, I, I am know reading he is it now. aloud. <laughs> Aaron, 
make a perception check and GW make an arcana check. <laughs> Um, yes, that's a 27. 18. What? <laughs> you have a schematic of the ship that springs to your mind. Uh, boy. I got an 18, though. I think okay. this is for the homunculus, not the ship. Well, Arne With a 27, I could do anything I want. Arn, with your um, uh, perception check, you notice that that burned out heap in the ground looks to be Max's wagon, and the figure standing there is Max. Um, Grease Wizard, you don't notice that. Wait, what? Okay. Because you are currently... Is it, is he dead? No, he's standing there. Is next the wagon to the... okay? No. Are the packs a million okay? <laughs> no, it, it looks like it's... Um, the wagon itself is rubble. Uh, one of the, the steam oxen looks like it's flopped over on its side, and the other one is charred and black. Okay. Mm-hmm. For some reason, reading this book while flying along just gives you this great insight mm. into <laughs> the process of building homunculi. Um, and you learn that... Let's see. I don't think you have enough time to put an hour into it, though. Probably not an hour. You probably get a 15 minutes or so of uh, study here. But you get this idea that melancholic. Have you heard any, learned anything about that yet? Melancholic temperament? No. Okay. The melancholic uh, temperamented homunculi are good at keeping watch. They can help you not be surprised by enemy attacks. And they can actually help you with your spell casting. Like they help you see it coming or you're like, yeah, I guess I deserve that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess I should have expected getting attacked on this road. Oh, well. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So that's a little bit of insight that you learn and you get another 15 minutes of time on your oh, book. Oh, yeah. Okay. Are you writing this down? Yeah. So, is anybody doing anything else? Or? I mean, we're on our way to Max, right? Okay. I I'm guess. I'm still standing near Dern. Yes, yeah, so you go over to the... the I, I mean, I check over my shoulder to see, like, if Kira or Dern has died, but I'm... They're know. just kind of standing, or Kira and Kalman are just kind of standing 10 or 15 feet away from Dern. Just kind of, Kalman's kicking at a rock in the sand. I don't know what Kira's doing, but... Okie dokie. He's still at really low health points, right? Yeah. Okay. I don't remember if I still have access to my level 2 spells or if that's part of my level 5 thing. You do have level 2 spells at 5th level. You have a couple. I'm going to cure wounds. Okay. Which I believe will be 2d12. 2d8. 2d8 plus 2. That's why the 12 was there. I'm sorry. What's your... um, Wisdom modifier. That's on the other page. Because it should be 2d8 plus that. Yes, two. Oh, two? Okay. Eight plus one. Nine, so, so 11. Yep. Heal hey, 11. All I have to do is draw another line. Poof. Yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> as you, uh, as uh, Arn and the Grease Wizard are approaching Max. So now I'm standing next to him, patting him on the shoulder. You see the ship. I can math. Um, 
what? start pulling up next to Dern, Tira, and Kalman. Over at... Did you just realize that 11 plus 1 is plus not 11? Plus 12. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you were stabilized to 1. I'm, I'm not so uh, proud to admit that I didn't come to that conclusion on my own. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. It happens Thank to the you. best of us. Yeah. And you just get over to Max, and he's, he's blackened with soot, and he's got a backpack over his shoulder, and Fresnel, this little light buddy, is standing next to him. And he just looks over at you and he goes, I lost the wagon. What happened to it? The dragon hit it with the lightning bolt. Oh. It's gone. It's all gone. The packs? The Well, you know, Maxie. The bratwurst? (laughs) (laughs) No! (laughs) I think the real magic was in you all along. So, but your business is you crazy. should be able to rebuild. <laughs> it might take some time, but the thing to remember is that the real magic was in you or <laughs> and or the friends we made along the way, whichever is more helpful for you. It's a friends, it's a friends. I lost a lot of my friends too. <laughs> it's the little buddies, the, it's the ones the, the gnome made me, the little toy monkey, and my, my buddies who collected all of the. The goods. But you still got Fresno. this one. Yes, Fresno is here still. We, I do have Fresno. I could make you a new one. Out of what? Thank you. Uh, Can I take a look at the, the oxen that was just kind of like on its side and use my tinker skill to take and try and scavenge something? Or see if I can kick it back into shape. Oh, to try and fix it? Either or. All right. Um, yeah, make a tinkering check. This would be... Probably with your intelligence plus plus your tink, plus your proficiency bonus. Uh, twenty six. That's pretty good. Um, the <laughs> the one oxen that hasn't sort of completely flopped over, you scavenge one of the parts out of the one that is beat up when you <laughs> see that where it was kind of disconnected, and really it just needed some new connections, like in the copper wiring inside of it, and you plugged those in together. Um, do you have any spell slots? Yeah, a couple. All right. And you sort of just cast some of that energy back into its core and it fires up and the one oxen, um, just starts smoking out of its nose. It's still blackened from this, uh, <laughs> uh, I'll cast some grease strike. into it to keep it, okay. keep it going. Yeah. It's kind of giant clanking. grease fire starts. <laughs> it burns up. <laughs> so you used one first level slot just to repower it. Um, and then another, another, another grease. for grease to stop okay. it from clattering. Yeah, help him out a little. Thank, thank you. I could potentially ride this. To, otherwise, I'd be stranded here unless I could I could go with you. I think you can ride it. <laughs> well, well, I mean, you got insurance on this, right? What What is insurance? All right, like uh, ye old State Farm or... Ye old Geico, fantasy, all state, something like that. Fantasy Nothing? Geico. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag not sponsored. No, I, I do not have this fantasy Geico. insurance. Um, no, no. It's like where you pay them a little bit of money so that when you need it, you can pretend that something bad happened to your wagon and burn it down and they'll give you a lot of money. 
to my a, understanding. It's just a group of actual farmers in a field going, bum, ba, dum, bum, 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 bum. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I heard about this. There was these farmers who stood in the fields all the time going, bum, ba, da, bum, bum, bum. And they said if I... <laughs> They said if I were to give them some money, if anything happened to my wagon, they would replace it. But I thought this was a threat, and I ran away. <laughs> well, Hashtag not sponsored. <laughs> with a good enough deception check, I think you could convince them, buddy. Where are you going after this? TGI Fridays. <laughs> oh. Hashtag we're sorry. <laughs> Get a couple uh, is drinks, that, you know. Uh, s- the, the good insurance farmers? No, but... Oh, wait, you didn't <laughs> say TGIF. You said TGIF. And we're going back to Dern and Kira. <laughs> as the um, the ship slows down right next to Dern, Kira, and Kalman, and this rope goes flying over the edge and rappelling down with surprising deftness is Griffin from the Thundercloud, the GIF who had sponsored you in the games. It's Jif. And he mm-hmm. lands down next to uh, everyone and says, Hmm, um, yes. Uh, I saw what you did there with the dragons. More, mighty impressive, even more impressive than how well you fared at the games. Am I here for this conversation? No, you guys are over by Max right okay. now. Okay. Well done. Thank you. Look, um, I've taken on quite a number of boarders who uh, were uh, refugees from from the turtle, and they're heading back to uh, to the to the mainland. And I figured I was your sponsor. If any of you needed a lift back to the mainland, I would offer you one for free for how well you promoted the thundercloud. Is Lamosh the mainland? No, Lamosha is the island. Okay. Where you began in episode zero that you can listen to if you subscribe to Behind the Screens in Kufo. That was the main continent on the. So basically, this is an opportunity to go back home. Right. I can't leave yet. That's perfectly. I don't know who my mother is yet. Excuse me? I don't know who my mother is yet. I can't leave yet. Oh, she has some uh, unresolved issues. <laughs> You're not here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she has some unresolved issues. <laughs> <laughs> I yells I down the beach. <laughs> I, I'm afraid I can't help uh, help you with that. You round fellow, do you need to go back to the... No, I've never been to the mainland. I... Oh, I thought he was talking to Dern. <laughs> I'm good here. <laughs> <laughs> I did too. If it makes oh, you feel oh, <laughs> We forgot about Calvin again. Yeah, we did forget Calvin exists. So. <laughs> Don't do it. It's okay. Don't do it. Don't do it. Well, we're um, taking on a few more uh, borders here in the next half hour or so. I'm, I'm going around looking to see if anybody else would uh, care to per- uh, secure a purchase. So um, if you're here in a half hour, I'll I'll take you on. I was Those. going to say um, when, because I've been kind of continually like checking back over my shoulder at Kira and Dern. <laughs> There's <laughs> a picture of Calvin. Uh, Sam has done a crude stick drawing of Calvin and put it in the middle of the table to remind us that he exists. 
before. We can pull out the Pac-Man guy. Anyway, I would. I was gonna say that when I saw that Griffin uh, came down, I was gonna uh, tell Maximilian that I that uh, I have someone he should meet and take him over. Okay. There. Run him back over. Yeah. I'll fly. Okay. I'll fly. He's on the back of his uh, steam oxen, and he heads over in that direction and uh, dismounts. Talks to Griffin for a little while, and he's sort of over there, and Griffin had stepped away towards some of the other refugees looking to maybe find more borders, but Max is sort of following him to catch up. Everybody's back together. This awkward moment brought to you by Farmers. (laughs) (laughs) There they go again. <laughs> hmm. Okay, so what did we miss? Griff is offering rides back to the mainland. Griff the gift. Not Jeff. Oh, I agree, but... Dern, you still look a little uh, spaced <laughs> out there, buddy. Hello. Voyanaya to Dern. I'm Come in, less. Dern. We still have... Would you like a sausage? We still need to solve the blight. Aye. We blight. can't do it without you. The blight does need to be taken care of. All right, Dern. Listen Will up. Will you shut up? Listen, I was a... For five freaking seconds. No, because listen. Yes, maybe you did something bad, but it was to do something good in the end. I, me, selfish Grease Wizard, cut off his connection to a god. I was a god. You just maybe disappointed one a little bit. But listen, in the end, <laughs> you're going to fix for no everything. <laughs> it's not relevant. Any opportunity to brag. So get off your Dorvin booty and let's go fix this island, right? Everyone, wait, do we have hands to... in, wait, right? wait. Uh, you know the scary thing is you might be right. Everything we've done up to this point might be serving some sort of greater good. But you know what? I don't know. The table shatters. Yeah, no, <laughs> shatters this is the, the podcast table. <laughs> well, I have lived my entire life as a keeper of the law. Serving a goddess of the law. And I just talked to that goddess. And even she's telling me the same thing that you're saying. So you know what? I don't know what I'm supposed to do. But in the last 48 hours, I have watched you grow some sort of unholy abomination. I've watched you assault royalty. And we're just kind of going along with it. (laughs) How come Kira's exempt? That doesn't seem fair. I don't know if any of us are doing the right thing. I burned down a temple. And yeah, I can justify it in my head. But I don't know that what I'm doing is right. I, I, I can't. I can't risk getting this wrong. Do you know? What happens to paladins who lose their light, who go the wrong way? Have you ever seen it happen? Am I seeing it happen now? I don't know. But I have seen it happen. Their light leaves them, and something else finds them. 
something none of you want to see. Can I ask a question out of character real quick? Yeah, sure, go for it. That was Uh, awesome, by the way. um, Sorry, I got super thrown off. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Do we we need to be... I don't... Okay, pretend I'm an idiot, (laughs) because I kind of am. Um, I don't know what our next step is, like, in terms of saving the world or whatever. Do we need to be on Lamoche to do it? Or is it something... Because it's saving the whole world. It's not just saving Lamoche. Like, if he needs to do a field trip to his temple, like, we could probably go with him unless there's something specific to Lamoche that we need to do right now. Well, it's like like Mount Doom, you know. Yeah, of course, it's going to affect all of Middle Earth. The ring has to go to this specific place. That's what I'm asking. right, Right now, what you know is that there are three sort of creatures who have thrown their hat into the ring to make this final choice for the world of whether it would be uh, serene or willful. And they've done so coming over from the abyss in sort of the similar way that Kalman, Grease Wizard, and Aaron have come from the celestial plane. So one of them, the only one that you know about, is the creature in the south of Lamoche right now, who's trying to take over this island through like this unchecked, growing, this entropy that's being supported by the the stone from the Temple of the Third Land, like this entropy that should fall in on itself, but instead is sort of creating this cancer and spreading across the island rather quickly. Last you knew, it was still a little way south of um, Raven Tree and the Trade Triangle, where you went to those other cities, Brazelwood and Moonglade and the Silver's Blessing, but it was encroaching pretty quickly, specifically on Dern and Kira went to Moonglade, where they were fighting off Blight way back before you made your travels up up north. So, in in a sense, there is a pressing thing that you sort of know what's going on uh, now, and and that's sort of what it is. Okay. Just to summarize it. That being said, I think Arn has a response now. Okay. And we're back. <laughs> and we're back. Okay, look, I don't belong here. I, I, I'm from this world, but I don't belong in this world. And I can't imagine a reason why the four of us would have been brought together if we weren't there supposed... There are five! <laughs> <laughs> He's right there. He's right there on the table. Oh, shoot. Sorry, buddy. Uh, I can't think of a reason. <laughs> Why the five of us would have been brought together if we weren't supposed to be together to help end this thing. So, <laughs> I'm so sorry. That was perfect. <laughs> <laughs> so, I guess what I'm trying to say is, I know the fate of the world lies in the balance, but if there's something that Dern needs to do, I... I'm with you. Wherever you need to go, I think that we need to stay together. And I think that... I think that we can win this fight no matter where we go as long as we stick together. I know that sounds lame, but I don't know. One of myself is an optimist, I think. The Grease Wizard walks over and sits next to Dern and puts his little arm around him and says, I'm with you, buddy. To the ends of the earth. And he scoots away. <laughs> I- but imagine it from like a shot from behind... Uh, the sun, the sunrise is coming up. We're on it's the beach. New. It oh, the sunrise the, has been the, up for a while. The Steve moon has risen. Pressed. It's a day <laughs> moon today. <laughs> I'm day Steve. It's a really good moment. 
Does Calvin say anything? Because I forgot he existed. Um, Dern, if you go, I can't go. I still remember why I was sent here. I can still, I still keep my connection to Mechanus. And, um, my whole purpose is here on this island. Come on, Calman, don't be such a stick in the mud. I, I can't leave. The great voice has told me that I'm to come here. And for some reason, I don't know why, I feel like I've crossed over. I've had my life end, which isn't supposed to happen, to a Modron. I mean, we're supposed to live. And I'm scared now of going down to the south and not coming back and dying again. But Dern, if if you if you go, that's what your voice is telling you to do. But but my voice has told me I have to stay here. This is my place. If it isn't in Mechanis. Dern looks at everybody. The blight has to stop. It has to be stopped. I can't stop it. Not until I know that I'm on the right path. Then I take back everything I said. (laughs) That's fair. Right, I thought you were going to make the good decision... And, uh, Shut up! Right. Um, she elbows him really hard. Mm. On arm strike. <laughs> he just kind of drifts because he's still flying. <laughs> <laughs> this is not easy for me. But at the end of the day, you all confuse my sense of what I've always known to be right and wrong. Oh, yeah. Blame us. We're easy targets. I'm not blaming y'all, everybody. I said y'all again. <laughs> <laughs> Scottish y'all is really... <laughs> I'm not only blaming you guys. <laughs> Just say it. <laughs> I'm blaming myself as well. I have committed crimes. I have done things that A few months ago, I would have never imagined myself doing. I I can't go back to Kofo. I don't know where I'm going, but I'm not going there. But I can't stay here. I hope you come back. I can't stop you. I mean, we got a podcast to continue on, so. um, Right on, I, I suppose. Dern takes off his shield and sort of takes it over to Max. I should have used this more, and I didn't. And I don't know 
what you can do with it or if you can even use it or sell it. This is the only thing I can do to bring you any hope that I know of. May it serve you better than I ever used it. And he just grabs a hold of the shield and nods. Okay. He walks back over. He takes the portal stick out of his bag. Says, I imagine you'll use this more than I will be at this point. You should probably say who he's talking to. Talking to Kira. (laughs) I'm sitting over here thinking, don't leave with the Wimbly Wombly stick. Don't leave with it. Yeah. <laughs> Give me the Wimbly Wombly. I literally have no idea what this item is. I've never heard it mentioned. It's the stick that brings you back to Raven's Tree. No, I don't remember it. <laughs> <laughs> the Treesportation stick. And then Dern goes and finds the... Griffin? Yeah, thank you. Okay. I was about to say the, 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 the GIF, but... Um, <laughs> yeah. <coughs> I'm going... Very well. Good. It would be good to have you along on the journey. Kira's just sitting there annoyed and angry and upset and conflicted. And he's got two or three other people who were uh, here trading at Albadula who are from the mainland who uh, have decided that they're going to go back. Um, A couple of uh, dwarves, or a dwarf, a uh, human... Uh, an owling, and he's got a few others. He says they're already up on the ship. Journal. Oh, oh wait. does he still have your journal? One more thing. <laughs> <laughs> my bad. <laughs> From the the top other of the dwarves ship. reminded me. Wait, wait, my journal. We haven't used it in a while. It's in at the bottom of the bag. He pulls out the, the journal and gives it to Kira. Okay. Grease Wizard is sitting with his arms crossed, just not even looking at anyone. He's sitting. He could still fly. But no, he's, he's flying and he's sitting. He's sit-flying. Mm-hmm. Okay. And Dern goes, uh, uh, and everybody grabs onto the ropes, and yeah. it gets hauled up into the ship, and you watch the thunderclouds slowly start drifting off to the west. <laughs>